Welcome back, everybody, to Brothers in the Deep End, Season 3. New episodes, new people, new stories. Come take this journey with us, guys. We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the countless support we've been getting from all our Deep Enders. We couldn't imagine getting this far without you guys. So honestly, keep sharing, keep supporting, keep liking, keep commenting. We see everything, man. And honestly, without you guys, we wouldn't be here today. So much love for everyone who's been tuning in and helping us grow for better content, man. You know, like, so today's episode is a little bit special. We have a guest today, a special guest. We have our boy Gio here to tell us a little bit about a story, about his trials and tribulations that he had to go through in order to get here today. But before I get into it, you know, like, in the world we live in today, many of us have to like take a step back and understand that we take a lot of things for granted that make us human. You know, somewhere along the line, it's important to remember that all of us have like these events in our life that can really set us back. And it's important for us to take these events and help us grow, to dig down deeper in order to be a new person that we never thought we could have been. You know, it's important to understand each other regardless of what's happening in someone's life. And we never know what someone else is going through. And I know Ethan always says this all the time, but like someone always has it harder than us no matter who it is. And it's important that we understand what everyone else is going through. And for some of us, you know, that might involve the life-changing effects of, of losing a limb. And for anybody hearing that, I want everyone in this episode to think throughout the episode, like, how can that change your life? And how can that impact you? If you were missing a limb, that's something that makes us all human. It could be an arm, it could be a leg. Imagine how much your life can change because you never know, like, what can happen. So today we're welcome today with our special guest Gio, and he's he's here to tell us his story and his trials and tribulations that he had to go through in order to be with us today. And you know, like you know, for me and Ethan, like we're blessed to have you here today, man. And like we're blessed for you Talk to be up. alive and here, honestly, because you know, for you and all the viewers that are here, we want them to know your story and how you lost this limb, but how you're still here today and you're pushing and thriving and being the best person you could be, regardless of the circumstances that you were in. Yes, sir. So if you can take us back, bro, all the way to the beginning on who you are, everything about you and your life growing up, man, and how it led up to this, you know, catastrophe, but how you're also better than you were before. Yes, sir. Hey, um, my name is Giovanni Downey from Brooklyn, New York. I live in Canarsie. Um, I went to school at Delaware State University. So uh, I've been playing football my whole life. So playing football. So I decided my, what, my junior year to... Uh, to join the frat, mm -hmm. so I joined the frat, and everything's going good. So I think one day we went to see our old head, like our old head. Um, we went to like a little barbecue, so we was on the way back to school, and like knowing me, like I'm always sleeping in the car, like I'm always sleep. Yeah, that's me I too, man. Yeah. I get in the car and like and whenever my my parents are driving, I'm like, just knock out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like I was the passenger too, so I'm always sleep. So um. Long story short, my um, my LB that was in behind behind the car. I mean, not behind the car, but in the back. He told me that there was an accident, and like he was explaining everything to me because I woke up in the hospital. Like I woke up in the hospital, and I looked down, and I just saw my left leg missing. So I was just like questioning, like questioning everybody, questioning God. I'm like, there's no way. There's got to be a dream. So I had to go to sleep, wake back up like five minutes later. Like, like where's my leg? Mm -hmm. Like. Like everything was just messed up. Like I was all mentally just mentally messed up. Everything was just messed up. So I was like, damn, like I didn't get to play my last season of football or my last year of football, collegiate football. Like with my own decision, like it was just a basic like a whole accident that I didn't even cause. So I was just like really messed up in the head and everything. Talk about 
how you was messed up in the head, what was going through your mind. Yet, you, I know, I can only imagine feeling like you couldn't believe it. It was like a video mm-hmm. game. Like, you know, in those video games, like, something happens, and all of a sudden there's a flashback, and then boom, like, a big, like, whole change of events, a big rear. It's just like, like, you wake up, and it's just like, what the fuck? I was just, I just went to bed, and then I woke up. My leg's gone. Yeah, I woke up in a like waking up in a hospital was just like so traumatizing. I was just like, like why am I here? Like it, I just seen like just so much like bad stuff. I was just like, no way. I was in I'm in a hospital and I'm just like doing therapy. I'm just like, I'm so like angry at everybody. I'm not even like being respectful. I'm not really going through what anybody's telling me to do. Like yeah. even even the therapist, like the therapist is training me how to walk with the thing. I, I had a psychiatrist. I'm not even listening to her. I'm just like, I so, should have been doing all of that when I had the chance. So I have a question for you. So we spoke earlier, and you mentioned that um you played football for almost double digits, like 10 plus years. Yeah. So like before this accident, like how was your football career like going for you? Oh, football was good. I mean, um, I was a walk-on too at DSU, and I, my freshman year, I didn't really get no playing time. My sophomore year, I, I ended up starting, actually. Hmm. Junior year, we had, a, we had a new coach and everything, so... It was like I, I was like basically a freshman again, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I was basically a freshman again. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. And no type of person I am, I'm really like quiet and silent. I don't really like I'm not really an outgoing person. And that's what my coach wanted me to do. And I just wasn't going to do that. So I know my junior year, I wasn't really playing like that. I was getting like mm-hmm. I was getting in a couple of times. But I know my sophomore year, I started. And then my senior year, he was he was telling me that this is my time to shine and everything. And then I became able to play my senior year, just mm-hmm. like damn. And when did you decide to like join this frat? So you played football, right? You played football for you throughout your time in college. So like, when was that choice that like made you join like this frat? Oh, my mom been asking me like before I even started college, like she wants me to do a frat because I was gonna be, I was gonna honestly be the first person in my family to do it. I was gonna so say I, no one in your family was like Greek life. Mm-hmm. No one's about it. Nobody. <laughs> so I was, I was so I was being so denied. I was just like, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And just seeing cap, um the the frat on campus and everything i was just like yeah this is something i could do mm-hmm. and it would open up so much stuff for me too mm-hmm. so i'm like yeah i think i'm gonna get into this and what made you like change your mind to like join the frat because a lot of people when they assume a frat right they automatically like off rip like i'm not gonna lie when i i'm not gonna say like all frats are like bad but like when you automatically assume like a frat everyone's just like oh everyone's gonna think like these people are fuck boys you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like so what did you think like what was your like common like or, original like opinion based on like a frat and like what made you like pull the trigger to be like okay like this is what i kind of like is it like the brotherhood or everything but like yeah the brotherhood actually is really great like um my ra my freshman year mm-hmm. he joined the year before me the same frat i'm in so he joined the same frat and um he he was he was always cool like i was always cool with all of them actually like i never really had a problem with none of them it was always cool vibes good vibes so it was like i was like yeah i, I could i could join this and I was like, it, it'll open up so much stuff for me in the business side also. So I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to be a good good way to do it. And it's personally my mom happy because she's been asking me to do it since mm-hmm. high school. So, so life is good, and then boom, this happens. So take us back a moment. So you go to sleep, and you wake up in a hospital. So what happened to the rest of the people that was in the car? Um, My two LBs behind, in the back, Um, they was good. I think, uh, what was the injury? I think one day injury, they, he messed up his groin. And the other one, I think he messed up his neck. Or he had like a hernia or something like that. Mm. So it wasn't that severe. Like yeah, they, they, yeah, they 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 injury wasn't as severe as mine. Like I was like I was fighting for my life. Right. Yeah. Like and I don't I don't even know how my other the, the L, my LB that was driving, I don't know how he passed away. They said that he passed away um by a brain injury. I think he mm-hmm. went brain dead and RP to him again. 
But um, yeah, like the they they told me like I was the initial hit, like the car hit my side directly, like I took everything. Right. I don't really know how he passed away. Like they said, like honestly, I was supposed to pass away. Like I, it was they said it was a miracle that I did a lot. Damn. And I was gonna say, so like, what happened like beforehand? So you guys were just driving home from like an event or something. Yeah, it was like a little. Friends? Yeah, he went to um our old head crib and it was like a little like a barbecue, mm-hmm. a little barbecue. Ian, we joking, took pictures too before we left too. So we on the way back to school and then. That's crazy, man. Because then it yeah. seems like it was just like a normal day and like everyone's hanging about and then like. Like, it's crazy how you just, like, close your eyes. And, like, it's funny because, like, I always say this in the car because, like, it's just, like, you close your eyes and it's, like, oh, it's all faith in God at that point. Like, something happens. But, like, it's crazy to hear how, like, you actually know shit. Like, close your eyes and then you woke up and it was, like, whole different life. And you couldn't even, like, and it's crazy, like, like what you said earlier. I think it's to even add on to that point. Like, it wasn't even, like, in your control. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, like, the craziest part. So you wake up in the hospital, right? Like, Who's there with you? What is like your first reaction? Like what like what comes out your mouth? Um, the first people I seen was my sister right there, my mom. Shout out to sis. Um, my ex was there and I think that's it. And then a couple of friends coming like days after once they seen that I woke up. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends, like my friend Jay, my brother Jordan, my brother Reem. Shout my, out Sharif who yeah, that put yeah. this Reef. together. Yep. Reef. My brother Reem, my brother Tyler, all my brothers. Yeah, everybody was Nah, there. yeah, I saw it on um, Instagram because, like I said, I'm close with Sharif. I'm close with some of the people <clears throat> that you're close with. Yeah. We have mutual friends. It's just I don't know you, obviously, but now I know you now. Um, and I was seeing the post, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I didn't know you at all. So, all right, Instagram, our, our, basically our story is out there on Instagram. So I'm like, what we put out is out there, and we're going to judge based on what we put on <clears throat> Instagram. You know, I don't know you. So I'm like, all right, let me look at this page. Let me see what you're about. I'm like, damn, you play football. I was playing football, so I'm like, shit, like, his career is, like, done, like, no more football. Like, I'm like, I can't imagine that feeling, like, Sunday getting taken away, away from me like that because I know how precious football is to us, especially us athletes, because we put in so much, and it takes a lot of sacrifice. A lot of people don't know the sacrifice that we have to do for football. Our family, We're not even with our family 95% of the time with football dedicating the grind just strictly to that because we have such a dream. Our major dream is obviously getting that football scholarship, then hopefully – you know, going to the pros, but you want to be the best athlete that, that you could be. And there's a lot, like I said, that goes into football that none of us see behind the scene. So I'm like, shit, he was playing football, but then they're like, yo, pray pray for my mans. And I'm like, you know, if my brother's brother is struggling and I'm struggling too, I'm like, damn, like, I felt that pain as well. <laughs> so when I saw that, it just hit me because I'm like, yo, this kid's fine for his life right now. He's in the hospital. I know how it feels to be in the hospital, but not that severe. But I've seen crazy shit in the hospital because I've been in it. And like I said, I have a few family members of mine I passed away in the hospital. Who wants to be in the hospital? There's nothing good that comes no out of being in the me. hospital. When Whenever you get that call like, oh, such and such in the hospital, oh, you have to go to the hospital for a checkup, or whenever we want to go see a doctor, it's, it's not a good vibe, especially the hospital again. So when I saw that, I was like, shit. I was like, I really hope you pull through. So, like, I'm not trying to say it just for the pod, but I, like I told you when we had a conversation, I was praying for you. And, you know, God answered. And I know you're saying, like, in your head, like, damn, why am I here? Why am I still here? But, like, and you may not believe that everything has for a reason, but I believe everything has for a reason. And God has his plan for you. And yet this is very unfortunate, right, that, you know, you got into an accident, something you couldn't control, you know, you lost a limb. But, again, it could be 10 times worse because you're here. Yeah. So, you know, someone lost their son. Someone lost their brother, their cousin. You know, you're here. And you get to see your sister. You get to see your family. And that's the biggest blessing of them all. 
you know, you didn't you didn't lose all your limbs. And even so, you still got life. Life is the biggest blessing of all. And when I saw you walking here, when I actually saw you in person, like, I low-key was about to cry. And I'm not just saying this for the for the pod. I low-key was about it. I, I low-key was holding back, like, some tears because I'm like, damn, like, like, when you see you just get so humbled. And I just, like, I felt, I don't mean to sound like an asshole or just bad. I felt bad for you. I, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, he's... You know, I can't like believe it. Dude. Like, yeah, 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 he's a good dude. And it's just like, I can't imagine what he's going through on the day-to-day, you know? And I just wanted to help you. That's why I, I just wanted yeah. to help. I just wanted to give my hand. And that's how I felt when the, when I saw the news with you. And I'm just so glad that you pulled through. And, you I know, appreciate I, that. I know I'm ranting a bit, but God has a special plan for you regardless. And, you know, you got a special light because if you didn't, like I said, you wouldn't be here. And, you know, you're probably going to set the stone for a lot of other people that's going through shit that's what you're going yeah or worse or worse you know what i'm saying because it's crazy and i i I feel like i understand like where you're coming from too because i always feel like seeing like ethan's point too like oh i feel like always seeing someone else in the hospital like always like humbles you because it always goes to show you that like someone actually does like have it worse than you sometimes man you know what i'm saying and it shit's really fucking like shitty sometimes because like recently like just to add on to like his point like recently like i haven't really spoken about this and now it's out there but it's just like recently like my aunt um like my mom's sister like she she suffered or suffered from cancer and recently she just got a she had surgery probably like a week ago and like the surgery was a lot bigger than anticipated because she had like a swollen lymph node and they had to end up like it got like attached to her stomach and it ended up going like up her body and like you know like my grandma my whole family was like very shook and i felt bad because i feel bad for my grandma and then like when it was going through this and i saw my mom and my grandma shook recently within the last week um it, it humbles me because i'm just like damn bro like that could have been me you know what I'm saying? That could be anybody. And I always have to, like, it, it comes back to me and it grounds me. You know what I'm saying? I always go internal when it comes to certain things like this because like, sometimes I really don't know, like, how to go through these things. But, you know, the fact that, that you're still here and you're also, like, persevering and you're doing bigger and better things than some people in the world do who have, like, all their limbs, I think is, like, honestly, like, a really big inspiration, not just to me, but probably to Ethan and, like, the whole entire world that, you know, that you're speaking your story to. So, like, back to your story, though, but, like, so you wake up, right? You're in the hospital. Like, how did you know that you had no leg? I just looked down. I looked down. I just saw my left leg missing. I'm like, this got to be a dream. Like, this can't be right. I'm asking my sister questions. I'm asking my mom. Right. Like, it seemed like a like, whole I bad dream. I would be in the same state. Yeah, like, my mental was so messed up. I feel like I was a little kid again. Like, I was like, is there no way they could put my leg back on? It could work perfectly fine again. Like, I was asking questions that, like, that kids would ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't know, like, how that feels. So, like, when you woke up, like, did you feel, like, any pain or anything like that? Or yeah. Like, um, well, it, it sounded called, like, a phantom pain. Like, it feels mm-hmm. like your leg is still there. So, you start, like... Really? Yeah, you, you got to shake. Like, you got to, like, desensitize your limb. So, like, you won't get, get that feeling, like, mm-hmm. often a lot. So, it was, um, yeah, they, they said that I was getting that a lot, like, in the hospital. Like, I couldn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, why I can't go to sleep? I had to take a lot of pills to try to go to sleep. Yeah, like a right. lot of people don't really know like what I be going through or what I went through back then. Right. And the hospital is the worst. I mean, you know, I had a surgery in the hospital. I had a tumor removed, four ribs were removed. I had a plastic surgery at the same time, reconstruction in my whole posterior, upper and mid back. So I was in constant pain. Like, you know, you lost a limb. I lost some ribs, but it was just like I was in constant pain because it felt like I, I can't explain. Like I was just. The hospital was very uncomfortable. And when you when you don't have the ability to help yourself, it's the worst feeling in the world. And when you can't get out of it, and when you're just stuck in pain, 
It's like you're just tossing and turning. You're aggravated. You're annoyed. So I know where he was coming from when he was frustrated because well, I was screaming at my mom. She was side with side with me in the hospital, and I'm telling her to get out. That's exactly what <laughs> I'm I was telling. Doing. I'm telling her. I'm telling my mom. She's with me, like my only one every day, and I'm complaining to her. I'm like, "Yo, get out. Leave me alone." Like my own mother, and I was the only one really by there by my side. You know, those that week I was in the hospital, but I was just so frustrated in the hospital. I couldn't wait to get out. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I left the hospital, all that pain, like went, like all that frustration went away because, like, ah, I'm out. The worst part for me was the hospital. And once I got, once I got out, I was like, all right, here's the get back because mm-hmm. I made it out. The hospital was like, I don't mean to sound. The hospital was like prison to me, dog. Because like you know, <laughs> but when I got out, I'm like, I'm free. Let's go. It's time to rock. Yeah, like with me. Um, how was how was it for you when you got out the hospital? When you got that yeah. clearance, like, so all like what's right, that lead up? Like you were in the hospital. Like you went through all the treatments, right? Mm-hmm. Like how was like your release day? After like, the hospital, I went to therapy. I went to um, Bremore and. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I went to yeah, Bremo in Philadelphia. So I went. I was in therapy for a good two months. But even there, like I, I, it was basically like a hospital conduct. Kind of, it was like I was just wasn't. I was just so denial. Like I was denying everybody. I wasn't listening to anybody. Mm-hmm. I was just still messed up in the head. I'm like, I was still trying to cope cope with everything. Like. I really can't play football no more. I really can't do this no more. Yeah, that's like, your baby. Fo- fo- bro, people don't know when you when you're so dedicated to a sport such as football and all that commitment and time it took you to just get to that one spot, it's like, how is it done? Nah, it can't be done. Because you want football to end when you're done. When I'm done, yeah. Right. You don't want it to end with some some other stuff that is not in your, in your hands. You know, you want you want it to go out there and give it your all. And then when it's done, it's done. You know, you didn't play your four quarters yet. Yeah. So I was gonna say, so you went to you went to all this therapy and you said like you were like lashing out because you know you felt you know that you were like very like in denial because you couldn't believe like what happened like do you believe like your mindset after a while like changed and you were just like man like I, these people like are really here to help me and i honestly like when was that like switch up where it was just like all right like maybe like maybe i really need to like start adapting you know what i'm saying like when did you like clear your mind up yeah it definitely changed for me i mean i know my first like i said my first um semester when i got back to mm-hmm. i went to school like right after the accident right mm-hmm. after i left the um therapy they said i was free to go I went to school, cause I know me. I'm like, right, if I don't go to school, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went back to school, and I, well, I filled the, uh, I filled my first semester back. So I was like, my mom was just like, nah, you can't be doing this. You failed. Yeah. It was oh. it was online or was it like in physical person. Uh, in person. Oh, you yeah, wild. That, that's that. that's yeah. tough though. I think it was, I, in my opinion, I think it was fast. Like you right right off for of yeah, therapy, right. and then yeah. you're just going right to school. And school is already a stra- stress factor in itself. Yeah. yeah, Socially, it's stressful. Emotionally, it's stressful. And just mentally, it is. It's just being in school, just the concept of school is stressful. So it's like added stress on top of the whatever it is that you're going through, that's going still, through yeah. that still didn't like fully recover yet. So it's just like, yeah, that's, that's low-key bound to happen. I think yeah. that was just too fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody said it was kind of fast, and I was just like, yeah, it's fast, but Y'all not, y'all don't understand like what I went through. Like I'm like, I just want to do this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. if I don't go to school now, I'm not gonna go back at all. I seen people that was going to school that's perfectly fine that dropped out. I went back to school right. Like I, I went back to school right after the accident. Mm-hmm. That's so, crazy. Like, so, a lot of people don't. Kudos yeah. to you, bro. I would have took my sweet ass yeah. time. Yeah, so, a lot of people don't ever see that. Like how, like how much strength that is. Like I come out to school, I'm in a wheelchair. Like, I could be walking. I've been in therapy, walk all the time, been walking everywhere. Mm-hmm. In school, I'm just in my wheelchairs, rolling around. People probably looking at me weird. I'm like, whatever. So, yeah, so, like, just to even add on to that point, so you said people were, like, looking at you weird. So 
you know, as a college kid, right, and this mm -hmm. traumatic accident happening, like, how do you feel from, like, a social aspect? Like, do you feel like while you were in college, since you said you were in person, do you feel like because you were in a wheelchair, like, people were judging you and looking at you differently yeah, definitely. compared? Definitely. And, like, so how did that make you feel? Like, what did you feel like they were judging you on? Like, is it big because, like, you felt like you had a disability or you were different? I or feel like, like the, people, the people that didn't know my story or what I went through, they probably thought, oh, he's probably paralyzed. He probably yeah, can yeah, never yeah. walk again. Stuff like that. Like, I just... I mean, at first, I was like, I'm a, I'm a hot-tempered person, so I used to be really aggressive with it. Like, I used to come back mm -hmm. and I like, really go argue with people and stuff like that. And you then, was arguing with people? I mean, I didn't really argue like that. I you mean, were I'm, just like, Ugh, yeah, I would, yeah, I would never like, like, I, like at school, I was never by myself. Like, I was either with my, I was always with my bros or my sisters. So mm -hmm. like, they would jump in for me all like off rip. If then, someone was like looking, yeah, at you somebody look at me weird. They'd be like, "What you looking at?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, because you need that. Because honestly, people honestly have like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like we've all been guilty of this, but like, everyone has like sometimes like a staring problem when you see something like that because everyone's just like, <gasps> at the time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's 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 two ways that they're looking at it. Like, yeah. they're, they're judging you. Like, it's like, oh damn, like, I feel, feel bad, yeah. right? Like I said, you know. Yeah. And then there's one that's like. Like they look at you like different, like you're different yeah. from society. Yeah, you know? I yeah, just yeah. never, I just never understood that. I'm like, damn, no. like the generation, like the generation that I like from my generation, just like they will look at you just like weird. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like my story been going crazy over IG, Facebook, every social media, and y'all like y'all seen what it was. It was a big accident that a lot of people would have died from, mm -hmm. and I, I just don't understand like how can you like try to judge me or like look at me different because I was in an accident. Mm. And I, I was gonna say, do you feel like? at any point or do you have a story that's better yeah do you have like a story that you feel that like someone looked at you type different and like you snapped at them because they you felt like they were judging you or they have you ever like has anyone ever said anything to you like out of pocket and you were just like what the fuck i mean honestly no because like like to be true like before the accident stuff like i was like like football players is fighting a lot yeah. yeah. So yeah, they yeah, really, yeah. they, they, like, a lot of people really knew who I was type shit. Like, they, they didn't really, like, disrespect me or anything like that. And that, who, who I always with, like, the people that I was always with, they never really, like, tried to disrespect me either. That's good. So it was like, nah, they didn't really judge me crazy, but I, I seen the way people used to look at me, like, people that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I just see, like, it was, there was a lot of people that was in the hospital, bro. Like, a lot of people was in the hospital, but I didn't even talk to. Mm -hmm. just I don't came even show you love. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people did that for clout. And I don't understand mm, that, bro. Yeah. I mean, look. Like, maybe they did it for clout, maybe they did not. Mm -hmm. The only person that knows is the most high. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you just got to leave it at that. And don't even think about that. Like, oh, did yeah. they do it for clout? Just worry about, you know, you and just be like, you know, I appreciate that. Even if it's fake love, yeah. I appreciate it. To your enemies, you show them love. To the real homies, you show them love regardless. Fact. Because grace is always going to win, no matter what. You don't, you don't fight... Evil with evil it never works out, right? Yeah, no. I always, I just said, I just, I always said thank you to everybody that came to the hospital and stuff like that. And it's like, there's a lot of people that came to the hospital. I don't even talk to now, and I'm like, yeah. whatever kind of whatever yeah. love you were showing, whatever, whatever. you were doing, so, yeah, you look, was there. So I'm so, like, cool. Salute, salute. Yeah. So you said you failed the semester, you got back to school, and then like, what happened after that? I mean, um, I failed the first semester, the full semester. So then I started take, I took. I took a uh, a winter class. I took like three winter classes. I passed all those. Then my um my spring semester started. I passed those classes. So then the get back really started. Yeah, that's when in like, that. my mental started getting better and better every day. Like yeah. they yeah, my mental started getting better better every day. So I started taking school like way more serious instead of just being there. What what helped you cope 
with everything? Was it your family? What did you do to like, what do you do to this day? And what did you do back then to help you cope with everything that was going on? Yeah, it was definitely my family. Like, yeah, definitely my family. I look at, um, I look at a lot of videos. Um, there's this one full put a player that used to play football, and he's just like me too. He lost his leg too. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Isaiah P. So, um, I follow him on IG and everything, and I watch his videos. I watch his story and Shout just like out Isaiah P. Yeah. yeah, and the way like he got back, like he has kids and everything. Like he just got back from everything. Like, mm-hmm. and sometimes we just we just need that light or that source of inspiration to like kind of be like. Oh, they got through it. So I could get through it too. Yeah, that's all you need sometimes. Just that one, that that one, that one inspiration, and that'll just get you going. And you just gotta take that and run. You can't. And again, you can't watch too much about what other people going on. You watch, you see, you get motivated, you get going. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, you could watch, you could watch, but then at the end of the day, you could just be stuck and then just repeat the the rat hole that you're doing. You know, as the good thing about you is that you took action behind you. Like you, he got through it. I. Right. And I, I could definitely get through this. Yeah. And that's what he did. That's, that's why he's here right now. That's crazy, man. Damn. So moving forward, so you were in, you went through all these challenges, right? And you were pushing to go through all this. Like during this like recovery phase, like in your life, before you got like your mental back up and you started like becoming better, like what was like the lowest point? Uh, my lowest point. Yeah, I was depressed. I was depressed a lot. Like my lowest point uh, was probably. Like, if there was, like, a point where you just felt like you were really, like, confl- like conflicting, like, with yourself, like, what was that one moment that you were just like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like, this is going to be, like, my life. Um, I'm trying to think. I had a lot of depressing moments, bro. I was just, like... Yeah, I mean, in that state, you're going to be low. Look, yeah. I was low in the hospital. I was really low. Like, I was having thoughts, bro. Like, just thoughts I don't want to think about. So... For you, I can only imagine what you was going through again. And just being that that low state of mind, dog, like, it's, it's, on, it's you against you at that point. And it's hard for someone else to take you out of that. It's hard for yourself to take you out of yeah, that. Yeah, honestly, it was like a like everyday life thing. Like, before mm-hmm. the accident, I was driving everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, damn, my, my ankles, my, I had to get my ankle mobility back. So it's like... I, I I can still I can still drive my right leg is still I can still drive and stuff but I gotta mm-hmm. get all that back so it's just, everything just new to me still now. Mm-hmm. It's like I was driving everywhere before. I was playing football. I was messing with uh mm-hmm. with a, I was messing with like this one female, and then like the accident happened like just vanished. Damn. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's just a lot of stuff that was going on. Like even my ex, my ex was in the hospital with me. What? Uh. As soon as I started getting better, I want to go back to school. She's posting like this is mad stuff, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So I was gonna say, so after this whole entire process and you're finished, right, and like you're healing up and you're good, right? So now you're doing great and you're doing a lot better than where you originally were. Like, what were some like l- like day to day life things that you felt were very hard for you to do mm-hmm. after this life change? Um. That could have been at the time that you've struggled with or that you still struggle with today? Oh, I, I mean, I don't really struggle with anything today right now. Really? To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, I really, like, like right now, like, mm-hmm. my wheelchair is, like, legit packed up. Like, I don't be my wheelchair mm-hmm. at all. Nice. Like, I walk everywhere. I walk everywhere. I, I do everything. I try to do everything myself. And if I, if I can't do it, my sister either helps me mm-hmm. my mom. So it's like, yeah, I feel like I got, like, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like my mentality, like, everything about me just got way better. Mm-hmm. Like, way better. Once I started understanding, like, how to work a prosthetic, how to do this and that, like, the things I still can't do, I could do everything still. Mm-hmm. 
That's like, crazy. Like, See, that's like, crazy to hear yeah. that, bro, because it's like, to me, it's like, you know, just because you don't have this don't mean I can't do it. Yeah, you know so I'm, what I'm saying? saying? Like, I mean, like, there's sports for basketball. There's sports for, like, there's so much stuff you can still do with this prosthetic. Like, there's people that still rock climb. With Yo, that's like Olympic so, runners, bro. That's what I'm, you know saying. what I'm saying. I met I met an Olympic runner actually. I I met an Olympic runner at this new therapy that I go to, and he lost both his limbs. Oof. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like number like number one. That's crazy. And that's crazy. That is crazy. Look at that. What what aspirations do you have now? What's your goals look going forward? I mean, the fact that I finished, I graduated school and I finished with school and everything. Um, that's what I'm talking about. My goal, my my goal is still to open up my own gym. Like I still want to do that. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I just gotta find a job, get a job, and start making a great income, and just save all my money to have that chance to buy my own place, like buy a whole, like a whole place, mm-hmm. so I could just like build up my gym from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of my teammates, um, Nigel, um, we made we had like a class mm-hmm. where we like we we, met, we like we made like a little program, like what we want to do. Type it's called Genex. So I want to like, I want to like build my own. My own gym, like up from the ground from up to up. All right. So and that's that's the one aspiration that you're trying to get out right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I want to do right now still. And what message do you have for just generally anyone out there from your story? What's the general message that you're trying yeah. to get across? And um, for people who are like also like in your shoes. Yes. Um. Honestly, um, you can still do anything. You can still do anything you want to want. Like, I mean, anything you want. Like, honestly. Just, like, think about it. Even though, like, all right, I was in an accident. I went back to school, and I still finished school, and people that was not, that's not in an accident like us or anything dropped out of school or just doesn't finish school. The fact that I finished school and everything should, like, be a real open, like, an eye-opener. Mm-hmm. A lot of people should see that. Like, the perseverance is crazy. Yeah. So and I, I think you said it good, like, earlier. Like, you were talking about, and I, and this is, like, this is something that I also see and I've experienced, like, going away to college, but, like, it's very, I think, beautiful that you say that, like, <laughs> I mean, it's like in a very funny way, but like, it's beautiful to say that, like, you see kids who have everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then they take that shit for granted and they drop out of college. But then there's someone like you who, like, felt like they lost everything and bounced back and came back even so much better. And, like, it, it's just to me, like, it, it's extremely inspirational because I feel like for anyone that's listening, I feel like a lot of people can listen to your story and take, like, a step back and be like, okay, like, if he's doing this and he went through these circumstances, I shouldn't take this shit for granted. And I feel like people need to become more humble because, like I said, when I first started off this episode, I feel like a lot of people, like, take a lot of things that they have in life for granted. I'm not going to lie. I'm at fault for that, too. Sometimes I have to forget and I have to remain humble in myself and be like, yo, like, some people have it way harder than me and, like, I have it really nice right now and, like, maybe I need to make the most of my day. And hearing your story is very inspirational to me, too, bro. And, like, honestly, like, I think we're blessed to have you on this podcast today and I feel like this happened for a reason. And I yeah. think it's amazing to hear like what you did, bro, and how you came back because not many people, you know, can do that. A lot of people would just become a product of their environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, the fact that you bounce back, bro, just I my mind's like fucking blown right now, bro. Like it's crazy to me because it's like it's honestly like amazing and beautiful, bro, because it's just oh my god, bro. Get yeah, emotional, no cap. That's good. But it's because you could have crumbled, right? And you kept on going, and time heals. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm. And the one thing I want to get across to people is I kept on hearing your mind, your mind. It was first your mind that you needed to get right. Yeah. Then the rest followed. So it's just a mindset game for a lot of people out there. And that's why I try to tell people all the time. I try to fix them mentally because once the mental is locked in, 
And once you have that click and everything's going for you in your head and within yourself, the rest is easy work. Yeah, like a lot of people like the rest just flows. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand like like how much you go through. Like, all right. I was in a all right. The the bring back again, like the car accident, right? Like mind you, I was the initial hit and like people don't understand, like your brain is going crazy too. Like mm-hmm. your brain is moving up and down like mm-hmm. after that that whole accident. And so it's like mentally I wasn't right. And they don't they don't really see that. So they like I was just working my way to get back to who I was. Like I, I know I wasn't myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I wasn't. I was doing stuff that I never used to do before. Like I was like just act like a little kid. Like I felt like I felt like I was still in like fifth grade or something. Like I just was not there. Like I wasn't good. So the fact that my mental got stronger and stronger every day and I got back to who I was now, it's like it really is a blessing. Yep, and time and time does heal for sure. And time does heal. And I just wanna say something. Like for anyone out there, right? It's just a battle against you, and I say it all the time, it really could be worse, and I think that's why I'm hard on a lot of people, is because people need a wake-up call. Yeah. They need, like, no offense, they need to see what happened to you, they need, they need to hear your story, they need to see it sometimes, because it gives them that slap in their face, slap in their face and that rude awakening. Because a lot of people, we could we say this, da 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 but when they actually see it, and when they actually hear it, and they... They hear the story and the details behind it. It gives them, you know, that boom, that wake-up call. Like, all right, let's get to it now. Because a lot of people just lollygagging through life, you know, not giving it at all, being lazy, da-da-da-da-da. But you don't understand the true blessing of life and how in the next 24 or the next minute, your life could change. Something could happen to you, your fam. You know, my my hand could just stop working. You know, my heart could just stop beating or I could just go blind. I don't want to speak those things to existence, but it's true. It can happen. So that's why... I'm so hard on my friends and the people I'm around because it's like, you got to see the bigger picture. You got to know that once you once you wake up, it's a total blessing. You speak, me speaking right now, me looking around, us tuning in is a blessing. Being able to hear is a blessing itself. And just people don't really understand that. And they just, you know, they just fool around. So my message is just step up, you know, get to it. And it's on your head and just embrace your life because it's the only thing you got embrace everything you have because like i said the next minute 24 isn't promising nobody and what you have is someone wish they could be in your shoes all the time all the time man yeah real rap (laughs) and that's crazy bro and honestly like we thank you today for for coming today because honestly like i I think it was a blessing to have you here and to share your story i think to people who are listening in i think it's a very big eye-opener i think it's very inspirational for everyone who's tuning in. It was inspirational to me because it's just like, for me, like I always have to take a step back sometimes and like remain like humane and human because like it's crazy because someone can always have it worse. And like, I think that you bounce back and you didn't crumble. is like the best thing like I've ever heard because honestly, like it goes to show that like, if you like Ethan said and what you said, like if you put your mind to it, bro, anything is possible. Yeah, you can and do it's really, anything, bro. You could do anything, bro. Like I used to, bro, I used to be so skinny. Right. Like and, so skinny. Yeah, and, like, now now you type Ock and yeah, just go out there and anything. Yeah, bro. go out there and go get it. Go out there and go you get gotta it. Just got to put your mind to it, bro. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Like perseverance is really a a good thing. You can mm-hmm. persevere through anything. Just put your mind to yeah. it and be straight. And that's why that's why I go hard and that's why I'm hard on my folks and I really don't tolerate the bullshit or the fuckery because it's like, look, you know, look at what look at what we're talking about. You know, someone out there right now is homeless, don't got a home to go to, or mm-hmm. don't got food on the table. So, 
man, if you, I don't know, I got so much to say. But just mm. thank you, Gio, for coming, oh, for being for part real. of this podcast. You're officially a brother in the deep end. Shout out to Reef. Shout out my guy, LES Inc. Shout out everyone that's been tuning in. Casey did a phenomenal job with the intro. Gio, pure inspiration right here in the Facts. flesh. Thank Facts. you, season three, different. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Look, moving different, you know I'm already custom made Said you wanna play with me, there's just a different game Trying to make it to the end, it's just a crazy maze Here for the long